and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees, their multicultural mess and secular scam. Ladies and gentlemen, good morning, good evening and good day to uh, all my listeners wherever you are in the world. Thank you for joining me and I really appreciate your time you take to join me, your support. Um, it is amazing to have you on board every single day. I took a little break yesterday. I was really tired and I'm glad to be back today. Uh, so just a quick reminder, do share this podcast with your friends, family, um, social media groups. And more importantly, have that conversation in as much as you can, whatever your views, whatever your point of opinion, uh, your position. It is important to have the dialogue because when we have a dialogue, we stop the violence in our homes and then we stop the violence in our streets. We stop the violence in our streets and we will stop the violence at our borders. And talking about borders today, unfortunately, we have to talk about our three army officers who lost their lives in um, a militant ambush in Jammu and Kashmir. Unfortunately, it is a reminder to us the sacrifice, the ultimate sacrifice that our men and women in uniform are willing to make for us. Um, they are immaculate. Their families must be broken today, but it is in, in the last couple of days. And so it is time for us to send our positive energy, our hope, our love, our joy, um, sorry, our hope uh, and, our, and our spirit to them that they, may, that they may survive this ordeal and they may remember their, their loved ones um, and not lose hope. Because they've given us their ultimate sacrifice. They've given us their lives. Their children will never see their father again. Uh, their fathers will never see the sons again. Their mothers will never see their sons. Um, it is not acceptable. It is that we have come to this position. Um, and unfortunately, unfortunately, uh, we, have, we are here. Um, and so it's time to say we're sorry to the Javans that we've put you in and, and the officers that we've put you in this position. It's time to look at the, us men and women in uniform and say thank you for making the ultimate sacrifice. And I will do my bit from this end to make sure that your next generation is better and is more safer. Uh, I will do my bit by having that conversation in my homes uh, in order to have that conversation in my streets. And in order to have that conversation in my streets, we can then have the conversation at our borders so you don't have to give up your lives. To the wives, uh, to the children of the officers, uh, we thank you for the sacrifice of your, of your uh, fathers. Uh, we are sorry for your loss. We remember you and we apologize, apologize that our silence all this time has created this void. And today, today we, we, we pledge to continue that conversation. We pledge to continue that voice and having that that opinion, um, whichever side it comes from, whatever angle, however much people might like or not like, it is important to keep going and have that conversation because without conversations, we only have violence and we will lose our men and women in uniform, which is not acceptable. So once again, uh, my condolences to the families of the loved ones, uh, of, the, of the officers who've lost in the militant um, militancy in Jammu and Kashmir and thank you for keeping our borders safe and to all the men and women in uniform in India, um, Bharat, uh, thank you for being there for us when we needed you the most. Um, and, and a message also to all the men and women in uniform, <coughs> sorry, all over the world, 
uh, the ultimate sacrifice that they make in order so that we be free. And we sp- and unfortunately, we do not spend enough of time thanking them for their uh, hard work. So um, talking about having that conversation today, we go on to something um, I was planning to do um, a series on, on the economics after the cast that I did two days ago. But today's episode, uh, we will just I would a little bit. Stay on the cast a bit um, because it, it is an offshoot of the cast. Um, on on what's going on in India, the news currently that the dot 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 gang, okay, you know who I'm talking about, the political uh, alliance, uh, that's UPA 2.0, uh, the dot 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 gang is doing only one thing. Uh, they have called for a boycott of certain media outlets and, and uh, media um, um, journalists on the right. Um, of course, they are absolutely furious, these media outlets. But I don't see why you have to be furious. I mean, who really wants them? I mean, really, do we care about their point of view? Uh, if you want to have a conversation, yeah, absolutely. Uh, more importantly, um, if you don't want to, and no one can force you, more importantly, it is important for the journalists, left, right, or center, uh, to understand that journalism has become really uh, the garbage bin of the planet. Uh, whether left or right uh, in India, all over the world, but especially in India, it's a shouting match. It is a shouting match. No one can understand what the other is saying. Everyone talks about each other. And that is terrible. Absolutely terrible. You cannot even, you don't even want to finish that, that video that you're watching on YouTube. Because journalism today is, is nothing but noise. That's point blank of the story. It's a shouting match, and, and I do not want to listen to things like that. Sometimes I just put it off, uh, put the noise off, and, and that is so important for me to say. Um, because, you know, if there's noise, there's no news. So it's important to get that point of view. When, whenever you're having an interview or debate on TV, if the journalists are listening, listen, you have to first put the, your mute all the other des- uh, guests, mute them. Point number one. Uh, and then afterwards, do not over-talk over others. Do not talk over others. That's very, very, very important. Because if you talk over others, then there's absolutely no use. Now, secondly, like I said, journalism is supposed to be 360 degrees. Everyone's point of view is important. We don't unfortunately get to hear the points of views because everyone's screaming and everyone thinks they are right. No one understands that we are currents and waves. We will go up and we will come down and we're just one side of the angle. Um, journalism is not supposed to make the news, okay? Uh, it's supposed to be the moderator between different points of view. And we are having a debate because the points of view are different. If you have different points of view, you're supposed to be at a debate. You're not there to agree. You're there to disagree. Um, secondly, um, ju- um, this boycott of the dot, dot, dot gang called for the dot dot gang is apparently because they love their country and they are against hate speech and polarization 
Oh my God. Uh, you couldn't get more hypocritical than that. They are the seat and the founder of all hypocrisy and polarization. They are the founder of polarization. The dot, dot, dot gang. Sorry, let's backtrack a little bit. No one needs to hear them. Okay, if you do not want to talk, but please do not talk. Talk to only whoever you want to, to talk to. And, and, and listen to the echoes of your own voice. Not a problem. Um, having said that, um, the, the seat of all polarization in India is the dot, dot, dot gang and their, uh, and their victimhood. They always pretend they are morally superior to everyone as per their conversation. Okay. They do not, they, they think that only they know India, they are the soul of India, and this has been going on for the last hundred years, it's nothing new. Um, they think they are the soul of India, they, they do not represent the country at all. They think they speak for 60% of the country, but the dot 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 gang does not have 60% of the votes, they have less than 50%. I mean, the Congress has, what, 44, 46 seats, or 52, I'm not even sure, I don't even want to know. Um, Together, they don't even form 50%. So what are they talking about? But they are such supremacists. I mean, as someone who voted for them and was part of, of, of their journey, uh, I, I, I cannot even, even believe their hypocrisy. They are supremacists to their core. They believe that they are morally superior and only they are the truth, the way, the life. That's because they represent the Abrahamic point of view. They are relics of co colonial empires. And all these empires... Um, their sons are dead, but their divine departments are open for business. And they need our human capital to resurrect their empires. Um, and this this is why they do not want to talk to, because they, 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 they believe that their opinion is so superior that they do not need to even talk to you. Um, and they keep blaming you about communal violence. I mean, who gave them the authority to, degrade, to, to decide that something is communal or not? Who gave them the, the, the authority? They, they are not the, the, the judges of the planet to decide if someone is communal. But religion is always a clash of opinions. Religion is not about God. Their, their, their idea is oh, all speeches, all debates are Hindu versus Muslim. It's polarization. First of all, um, religion is not about God. Religion is about money and power. Okay, let's get that straight. Um, religion is about money and power. And it's about uh, taking over as much as la of land. It's a land grab. It is uh, ideological grab. It is any everything about money and power. It's used as a front for it uses a front for power um, and to colonize people and to keep it, keep them on plantations. That's what religion for. And religion has come about with these Abrahamic groups. Um, Abrahamic groups were all feudal empires. And now these feudal empires have lost their power. So they have rebranded themselves as religions. And now they're, they're still fighting the same fight, but they're trying to camouflage this fight as some religious communal thing. Nothing about religions is about God. And they are communal in their very nature uh, because they are feudal. Uh, they're relics of feudal empires looking for money and power. They're trying to colonize your mind. Even Hinduism would have been, is, is come out of this Abrahamic 
ignorant. There is no such thing as dharmic religion, just for everyone to know. Uh, Hinduism doesn't really, um, is, is not even, is a concoction of um, the European empires who did not understand this land and called it Hinduism. But there is no such thing as Hinduism. Uh, it's actually dharma. Dharma is your duty. That's all. Your duty to balance your magnetic field and understand the mechanics behind who you are and the mechanics of this cosmos. That is what uh, dharma is. So whether you do your dharma as X, as Y, as Z on, on the top of the planet, on the bottom of the planet, the South Pole, the North Pole, the uh, Canada, USA, South America, Africa, you're doing your dharma to the land and to you. And so it's not religion. It is basically for you to understand the mechanics behind the cosmos, your cosmic energy, and to balance it. And it is a, it, it is about balance. That's all it is. Yagna. Yagna means alignment. Alignment with the balance of your energy and the geomagnetics of the land. But they have invented this religion quoted it in religion, degraded it, spit on it, uh, promoted it as some hate speech, and then they pretend that everything is about, you know, everything is uh, polarization. But the real polarization is them. They have been polarizing the electorate since before independence. The independence and the genocide that happened um, was because of their polarization, this dot, dot, dot gang. Uh, we did not split in peace. Oh, Gandhi gave uh, India uh, independence through peace. No, I'm sorry. It was a mess. It was an absolute genocide. And until we come to, the, to terms with that, you will not understand. We will keep doing the same thing because we are the same currents that form the waves. Um, after 47, the dot, dot, dot gang, then known as the Congress, um, did exactly what they are doing now, they still polarize the, 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 the electorate in order to make up for their, um, their trespasses, their errors, their failures of independence. In order to make up for that, they blame the British for everything. If the rains didn't come, it was the British. If something didn't work, it was the British. They, they, they made us this pump, they made the British the permanent nightmare only to camouflage only to camouflage their own um, shortcomings, their own corruption. And so now we hate everything that doesn't work. We blame the British. Uh, when it's 47 has come and gone, we, you know, we're, we, most of us have not even been born during that time. But we blame them in order to forget our own shortcomings. And that's what they've done. They've, in, they've antagonized the electorate. And then in order to further camouflage themselves, they've divided the country, um, in, polarized the country into minority and majority. When we are not a minority and majority, it's a fake enigma. It's a fake paradigm that is concocted to give you a perception of the mind that the other side is the devil, which is typical basis of um, polarizing Abrahamic groups. Abrahamic groups are supremacy and is, is a polarizing outfit. That's why everywhere you go in the world, you have war where there's Abraham. So you either have Jews, uh, Christianity, Islam, and Jews, uh, and you'll have war. There's war because they cannot understand the problem is not on the outside, the problem is on the inside. Not only they do not understand, they want to be the savior of, you, of the world, and they insist that they will be your savior, and you have to submit to them. So they 
colonize your mind by shaming you into polarization, by shaming you into uh, hate speech, by shaming you into intolerance. They shame you into a corner and then pretend that they are the truth, the way, the life, and you have to give them their money, your money and your vote. If not, they will come after you. In reality, the real polarization and the hate speech is the same Abrahamic groups and their agents called the dot 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 gang or UPA 2.0. Those are the real agents of hate and those are the real agents of polarizing, polarization. You know, whatever label they want to give themselves, whether they want to call themselves left or they want to call themselves right or center, doesn't matter. The bottom line is they've been polarizing the electorate since before independence. The shambles of independence and the price we paid for it was because of their incompetence and their arrogance. And they are still arrogant. They are still full of hate because they cannot understand that they're absolutely um, they're not they're not capable of doing anything in this world of achieving anything what they can do is just polarize you in order to shame you and get you to submit to them while they control the money and power uh, and at the long and the short the story that's what it is there is no such thing as minority now it's gotten worse because of their politics uh, sick is an understatement they were losing their vote bank, so they had to create a diversion and cause a fake power-centric divide and rule. Us versus them, black versus white, racism versus egalitarian, multiculturalism versus secular, white versus Hindus, uh, secular versus white versus uh, Hindu, uh, racist, caste. It's all a fabrication and a perception of your mind to create animosity and um, animosity and uh, sorry, um, I lost my place here. And and it's not a reality. It's only to prop up their vote bank uh, with fear tactics. Technically, I am not against human believing in anything, but. You could be whoever you want to be without antagonizing the electorate. And that's what they do with their polarization. Now, in principle, someone who wants to be part of, uh, of society, pa- take part in society, they take part in debates. They take part in opinions. And those opinions start in your homes, do not start in the streets. The opinions don't start when you're 60 years old. You have to teach your children how to have uh, debates. You have to teach your children how to have conversations. You have to teach your children how not to agree and still be friends with the other side. And to put across a point of view and say, yes, I can still be your friend and you can be my friend and we'll be there for each other, but we don't share the same opinion. You cannot because you're opposite to the person. So you'll only attract, op- you'll only attract, um, um, sorry, your, your frequency. So the frequency will go to different angles. So you will have people who are opposite you. It's not hate speech, it's a frequency. And we are frequencies, but flat earth Abrahamics do not understand that we're frequencies. For them, we are flat earth and we're actual physical meat, which make up the human body. There's no, they, they don't understand anything about energy. They call it the soul, the soul. But what is the soul? A soul is a frequency. A frequency goes in two different directions. When you, um, 
yeah, a frequency goes in two different directions. So obviously you're going to have two different opposites. But they have so ignorant that they call you uh, uh that they call you hate speech, they call you polarization, communal, because they are um they are still slaves, they are still feudal lords, and all they want for you is to be the 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 next generation of feudal slaves. Now they are against ev- they they do not want to talk on certain media channels which are mostly right wing because they call them hate speechers uh you know what go ahead and boycott because i really couldn't be bothered about their opinion and i'm sure you know vice versa too but um why do we need their opinion if they do not want to come they do not want to come good for them uh you know they 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 and their mullahs and their tullahs have been preaching hate along with their their priest who've been running a proxy war in india the hindu the christians versus the muslims who's going to convert india first but in order to camouflage them this war they bla- they brainwash us with hindu hate so they 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 projected as as oh they are fighting the big bad caste hindu they are fighting the big bad caste dalit hindu and the discrimination but in reality in reality it's the proxy war that's going on and that's why we be- they want to stop any conversation any questioning of uh, of their media groups of their uh, journalists of their pr campaign managers why because we know now what their scam is it's come out in the open it's been going on for a very long time it's it's nothing new but now it's come out in the open so they cannot have they do not have the answers for it so they say oh no we are against hate we are against polarization we are against communal hatred well they're causing the communal hatred um if you are you do not have a conversation if you do not agree to disagree if you cannot understand that the people who will not agree with you um and that's part of society because society is a is a cycle where currents and waves we go up and we go down the sun has to rise and the sun has to set it cannot rise and set at the same time but for them uh you know um they protect uh, islam and christianity christianity who says the earth is flat in islam that says that the moon goes the the sun goes around the earth so i mean you know whatever you want to make it happen i say go ahead and boycott because um i mean you know what people will listen to whatever they want if they want to listen to a different point of view they will listen they will find a way to listen to the left side or the right side but they you do not need a shouting match that's going on so it's all the better we'll have more peace more freedom we won't have these shouting debates and that'll be fantastic i i think so uh but just so that they know that the hate speech is coming from the dot 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 gang the polarization their uh insistence that we they represent the feelings of india and the insistence that they represent the feelings of minorities a fake minorities that they have created um is absolute slander it is no one wants you to represent them until they come and sign a paper with you uh and no one has signed any paper they've just forced us to be victims 
and they've been forcing us to be victims for a very long time and now it's out in the bag that their victimhood is a slavery is modern slavery they insist on us being victims so that they can use us and our and for their agenda to wipe out the um the the vedic civilization so uh, they're against against everything, everything on this in, that's going on in India. Even if it's good, they're they're against it. They're against the G twenty. They're against having a conversation, and then they go around the world saying democracy is at stake. Media is being polarized. Media is being um, you know, uh, media is being used by the state. Well, that's what they did for the last sixty years. As long as they were in power, they controlled the media. It was only two channels. There were nothing else. They controlled the academia. They controlled the media, print and otherwise. And so they control everything. But they cannot understand that after all the control, the opinions of the people are so vast that they cannot have a, a they cannot put a lock and a stop and a, um, on the people's opinions. And they are stunned to see that people's opinions are completely opposite to who they are. But why do they really want to stop anything that Modi is doing? And and blame him uh, as a hate speecher, polarizer, fascist. Why are they doing this? Why are they doing um, um, guns blazing against Narendra Modi as whatever degrading negative concept you want? Uh, why? Why do they want to do that? Let me explain to you and give you one such example. Okay, say the CIAANRC. They were against that. So why are the so-called fabricated minorities of India and their dot 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 gang against the CIAANRC? They said it was against the minorities. It was not. It was against the drug cartels controlled by these minorities, which is represented by the dot, dot, dot gang. So by issuing the CANRC, the illegals would be stopped in this country. By doing so, the drug cartels that they work for, the poppy cultivation and the opium trade would go bust. By controlling the lucrative opium trade, they earn billions, a lot of which they use to finance their worldwide conversion tactics and their Dava missions. Um, they do not care about the people on the ground. They are only using people to proselytize, to control the demographics of the land and finally take it over. So colonization is not over. This so-called independence, um, you know, we got to get over it because it's crap. The colonization was for trade and control of the roots, for money and for lucrative drug trade. That is why Africa, Latin America, North America and Arabia is a mess. They have no intention of leaving India out. That is why they ran a propaganda machine to stop Narendra Modi for the CAA, NRC and anything that they do on the planet in, in the country, including the G20. Um... They, so they create a fake narrative, they build animosity and create aggression, they create violence, uh, sorry, instigate aggression, creates violence only to do one thing, stop Modi, Narendra Modi, the Honorable Prime Minister, from stopping the drug cartels. That is who they're representing. They're not representing minorities, they're representing drug cartels. So they play the victim card, pretend that the Prime Minister Modi is a fascist, which he is not. They pretend that he's against minorities, he's a Hindu nationalist. In reality, 
the Manipur violence, Godra riots, the um, Haryana riots, confirm to us only one thing. The Christians are running a, no, a drug cartel in the Northeast and ignited the violence to stop the PM's war um, and Christian drug cartels. And in, the, and in the West, you have Gujarat and you have Haryana, uh, which is where the drugs are coming through. And that's what they want to cover up for. They're not covering up for minorities. They're covering up for the drug cartels. In the Northwest, the Muslim groups are running another drug cartel and funneling 80% of the drugs into India. Together, they want Modi to stop the war on drugs, which will end their lucrative employment and money-making um, racket. So they incite violence. They promote a divide-and-rule propaganda, fake news, anger, narratives to divide us and distract us to camouflage their drugs. Their minority BS is a front for drug cartels. They do not care about us. They care about their drugs. And that is why, because they know now that we are aware that their minorities is a front only for drug cartels, which they've been running and they're getting a cutoff for a very, very long time. Um, so they don't have any answers for it. So they want to block their journals, their PR campaign managers, appearing on uh channels um appearing on channels um in um on on the right wing because they will be asked all the type of questions they do not have the answers they know that we know that they are running cartels and that is why they want to split the country into multiple groups so they can put one faction against the other the other faction against the third one and they can play this musical chair for aggression animosity until they bring this country down but the three fingers are doing exactly what they want to do point their fingers at themselves to tell us that they have lost this battle. Um, and, um, you know, they just, we are not buying anymore. We're not buying. The people who are winning are people who are able to have that conversation, tell themselves the truth, take their responsibility, stand up and have equal opportunity. They are able to stop the violence in their homes and so they will stop the violence in the streets. They stop the violence in the streets and they will stop the violence at their borders and our Javans will not have to die for us people who have no respect for them, people who have no uh, uh, one iota of... Um, you know, uh, love for for them, people who want to eradicate them, people who pretend to be, um, you know, egalitarian but are full of negative reinforcements. This is why we need to have this conversation. Um, and maybe not our generation, but the generations to come will benefit from that. And uh, that's why um, we're having this conversation today. So on that note, I wish you... Um, Good luck. I wish you peace. Uh, thank you for joining my podcast. Please share it with your friends, your families, your internet groups. Um, and so we can have this conversation together and individually, um, whatever opinion you are of. Uh, on that note, thank you. Uh, good night, good day, and um, enjoy your weekend.